Welcome to the First Amendment News Podcast. A fictional timeline of a futuristic world set in the year, 2076, and going back in time to the year, 2024. Due to a collapsed economy, the United States of America has splintered off into six separate independent entities of government, and a unified Korea has assumed superpower status and established world dominance. Your host for the podcast series is news anchor, Matt Amazon, a fictional character brought to life by Amazon Polly, a leader in text-to-voice technology. Please settle in, and join us with tonight's broadcast. This is Matt Amazon, reporting for First Amendment News. Tonight, First Amendment News continues our multi-part series with an in-depth look back at the historic events which have spanned the previous 50 years. The series chronicles the significant milestones and circumstances which led to the collapse of the most powerful nation on Earth, the subsequent formation of six splinter nations which formed the coalition of former American states, and the establishment of the Korean Haintoju Provence along the far northwest rim of North America. Tonight's segment, Season 1, Episode 21, Cho Yields to Pressure. July 26, 2076, First Amendment News. Article originally released by EPNS, August 15, 2025, Pyongyang, Korea. Advocating for the immediate families of elderly members which have been designated as candidates to participate in the nation's proposed Contributors Together program, Vice Premier Park and a delegation of leading business and medical professionals, mostly from the southern provinces, met with Premier Cho and senior members of his administration to discuss changes to the country's voluntary euthanasia program. The Premier appeared unyielding in his vision to impose penalties on those qualified individuals which appear to be less than enthusiastic in undertaking the patriotic sacrifice requested by the nation's people for the good of the state, but when briefed of the negative perception held by most neighboring countries and Western nations toward the program as a compulsory euthanasia plot, targeting the helpless, the destitute and the elderly, Cho conceded to a compromise by lessening the degree of penalty enforcement. After the meeting, an administration source briefed that the government will continue to offer lucrative entitlements to families choosing to participate in the volunteer program. And after a government counselor's evaluation, any family member deemed to be suffering from any severe disability, whether a mental, psychological, or physical impairment, will be transferred from the care of their immediate family and assigned to a centralized government-sponsored care facility for treatment. In the future, unskilled, Elderly family members will be allowed to maintain a residence within the household of their immediate families, however, those individuals who choose not to participate in the voluntary program will no longer receive any form of government subsistence. In addition, a government health care advisor will evaluate those individuals on a quarterly basis and evaluate the care and living conditions which are being provided to the elderly citizen. Should the evaluator find living conditions unsatisfactory on at least two occasions, the immediate family will be assessed a stiff financial penalty, the elderly individual removed from the residence, and that abused senior citizen placed in a government care facility. In addition, the family in question will be restricted from participation in any contributors together incentive programs for at least 24 months and must be re-evaluated by government officials before the family can be reinstated for consideration for benefits in the program. Some outside observers view this change in policy by the Cho administration their first sign of vulnerability from opposition pressure. However, others who are more knowledgeable of Chu's inner circle say the step back was not a show of weakness, but rather, a calculated probe for dissension amongst his domestic policy and economic advisors. And the fact is, Cho actually gave up very little in terms of dealing with the northern peasant farmer issue. These individuals will still be under considerable pressure to adhere to the original policy, or face an impossible survival situation within the family. Regardless of the result, Vice Premier Park naively appeared satisfied to have reached a compromise with Cho. 
She spoke with members of the press later in the evening reminding reporters that the Korean culture has long revered the elder members of the family. In a patriarchal culture, the senior male member of the family is viewed as the head of the household. With the minor adjustments made to the Contributors Together program, family patriarchs have regained their place of honor and dignity within the Korean family unit. And while the vice premier may have won a stay for the impoverished elderly of the former northern provinces and a moral victory for human rights on the world stage, most Koreans knowledgeable of the plight of these forgotten people realize the families, in question, barely have the means to support one purse, much less the ability to maintain the lifestyle prescribed under the Cho administration's standards of living in a unified Korea scheme. Meanwhile, the most obvious consequence of the policy discussions may be that Vice Premier Park has distanced herself even further from the inner circle of the Cho administration and finds herself sitting out on a limb in a rather precarious situation. This concludes our replay of Cho Yields to Pressure. Our next report in the series, Russia and China Excluded from Pacific Rim Summit Held in Seoul. This has been First Amendment Broadcast News. Preserving our unalienable rights defined in the First Amendment of the Constitution of the former United States of America freedom of speech and freedom of the press. First Amendment broadcast news originates from the communication center off the former United States Coast Guard cutter, Richard Snyder, currently anchored off the coast of Bermuda. This has been Matt Amazon reporting for First Amendment News. Good night. You have been listening to a podcast of First Amendment News. This episode was written and produced by Pop Nose and recorded from Pop and KK's Place Studio. First Amendment news intro and closing music is the instrumental, Algorithms from the Album Arps by Chad Crouch. Visit Podington Bear's website at soundofpicture.com for a full listing of his music. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And please join us again for our next episode of First Amendment News.